Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. Okay. On our next show, we have got stacks of cash to give away. 0488881073 is the text as well, Tubes. You know I don't mean to. You know I, I know, don't but mean what's to. What's funny is that for the last nine months, all I've done is that. I know. And so I don't know I how know. to do anything else. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> this is the promo. I was, I'm never used to having anyone. This is why we save this for the podcast. This is for the podcast. Because <laughs> people get an insight to know you that know I am just useless. No, you're not. You know what's weird, though, is that we as can soon talk as you said for three it. hours, but as soon as we're told we have to do a promotion, which is what's coming up on the show for 16 seconds, <laughs> we can't do it. But as soon We as cannot you, do scripts. As soon as you say, and you can text, I just I just panic and I go into nothing. Hey, great maybe, show today, though. Maybe You've got bed bugs. Maybe producer Rhea can do the six. I bet you she could do it in 16 she seconds. She could do it in 16 seconds. Are you there, producer Rhea? No, she's on the phone. Oh, or no, she's she's talking phone. to someone. Hey, uh, oh, great is. show yeah. today. Was it? Talked about bedbugs. I thought bed we bugs. were doing the promo. Well, we are, but we're now doing the <laughs> intro to the podcast, which is an insight, a look behind the curtain, Yeah, if you like. Felix Ellis, the Minister for Police, Fire and Emergency Management, joined us in response to a text message we received, Tubes, uh, about a woman that had to travel in a taxi to the royal, to the royal, which cost her over two hundred dollars, because there were no ambulances available, and it is a huge issue. And this is definitely not an attack at anyone that works in any of our emergency services, because I have obviously having grown here with multiple friends that are nurses, doctors, fireys, police officers. They're doing it tough and they're working hard. We know that, and of course, we talked all things bedbugs. Oh, because God, there's a certain part of the team that has. A bed bug issue, and we don't know where it is, but we'll get to the bottom of that over the next few days. Do you want to do our 16-second promo again? <laughs> All right, well, here's right, what ready. you missed in the podcast. No, wait. Oh, you <laughs> want to do it now? Yeah, let's do it. This is Woody and Tubes. Good morning. Good morning, Hobart. Good morning, Tazzy. Wow. Live right across Tasmania on the listener app. We are. We've Have got cash to give away today. <laughs> Loads. Yes. As, as per usual. Yeah. It's become a regular thing. If you thing. want to get in early to play Tassie Trivia, one triple three five three at any stage. Yeah, do it. Do it whenever you want. Producer Rhea is here to take your calls. Put you on standby, we'll call you back. Albeit with one eye. Poor thing. Yeah. Shot bitten by a spider. Speaking, I think in her sleep. Speaking of. No, we're not talking about the bed bug infestation. The infestation. Infestation in Tasmania. I just thought you, when you walked in the door today oh, here at sorry. work, here in the studios, I thought, why is she walking like she's dancing? <laughs> you were almost I, doing like the electric boogaloo when you were coming in. And I thought, are you itchy? And you went, yeah. I think it's not mozzies. It's That's not mosquitoes. I know it's not mosquitoes. I too. think you've got bed bugs. It's, I know I've got bad ones. You know, I killed one. You killed the bed. I killed a singular bed. Get out bed of the studio. My, no, this is ridiculous. I'm, I've you had them no. before and they're terrible. We weren't even going to talk about this. Well, we have. Because. Because I'm worried that I'm going to get No, it. you won't even come near me. Of course, no, it's all right. about you, isn't it? Well, at this point Hairs in like, time, yeah. Don't come my, near me because it might jump from you. It's not. I washed my clothes last night. The most stressed in my life um, I have ever been mm. is when we had one solitary bed bug in our apartment when we lived in Toronto. This is Erin and I. And I have never been more crazy about trying to find where this bed bug was. And I say bed bug because it wasn't bed bugs. We stayed at a hostel. We picked one up in our clothes, brought it back to our, our home in Toronto and I unpacked the whole place. And I'm worried that one of them, yes, is going to jump from you onto me and I'll take it back to my house and then I'll have to pull that house apart. But this is the thing, Tubes, right? What? The thing is, you're scaring the bejesus out of me. <laughs> because that's all you've told me are horror stories all morning. I'm it still is. living with the infestation. I think you need and to I do something about it. And I can't find 
the little jerks, the little vampires. Say it like Do you know what? Bricks. This is what's happened. They're worse than cats. I, there you go. They are so itchy. Is If anyone knows how to get rid of bed bugs, I spent hours and hours trying to research this and no one seems to be able to tell me how to get rid of them, guaranteed. You can hot wash all your clothes and your linen, but then they can hide. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three, or call us one triple three five three if you know how to get rid of bed bugs. I'm a massive animal lover. All animals, I'm telling bugs you, and stuff, these but, aren't animals. But I did Google before the show how long they can survive without food for, because they live off your blood. Do you reckon? And they can carry forty times their own weight in blood. I'm covered in my on my legs <laughs> with about two hundred bites. This is the insanity I'm talking about. But this do you know is the how road long? that you are going down? Guess, craziness. Guess how long they can live for? How long? This is a woody believe it or not. No, it's not. It's uh, fact. Yes. Without food. Without food, which is your blood. Your blood. Uh, I'm going to say three weeks. How long? More than four hundred days. What? Yep. No. Yep. Okay, we need we And need they can assistance. even suck the blood off each other. It's this disgusting. Is, this is bad. Is it at your mum's place? I or don't know. Or down at Eagle Hawk? I don't know where I've spread it. Oh, well, well that's one for the promo reel. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anymore. It's Triple M Breakfast. Tessa Randello from our Triple M Hobart newsrooms in the studio. Morning, Tessa. Good morning. What are you talking about today? So the state opposition's actually revealed that the government knew that our prices were going to get hiked um, last year. They've done. They've gotten two different groups to come in and talk to them about options to help people save money, and haven't really put any of the, any of that into play. So Labor got these documents under a right to information, um, and it showed that the state government sought advice on the price increases. Um, Labor's saying they ignored it, and they're still pushing for. Labor wants to see a price increase cap, so it means that. A price increase like last year where it went up, I think it was 11.8%, can't happen again. It only goes up by 2.5% each time. So what the state government's put in, there's currently some concessions for vulnerable people to be able to pay their bills um, and some loan schemes to buy energy-efficient appliances, but that's really all that we can get in terms of trying to bring down the price of our power. Oh, it's a lot, So isn't it? Yeah, it is. And if your bill, let's say your bill's 1000 bucks, it went up by $110 yeah. last year. So you got to find 110 bucks. Then you got to find the money to buy the equipment that is energy efficient, right? Yes. So you got to find some money. There are some concessions to help buy that equipment that is more energy efficient. But you still got to have the money to buy that equipment yeah. in the first place. How long do you have to run a washing machine to save the $110? How many times do you have to run that washing machine at an energy efficient price to save the $110 extra that you've had to pay plus the money for that new washing machine? This is this is ludicrous. You, also, this is impossible. But you're talking about just not even $110. I guess you're adding it on interest rate rises, rental rises. Uh, you know, even they're saying with the Medicare gap, some people are paying $100, more than $100 for that gap, which then forces people into emergency services or to the emergency department at the Royal, which then causes stress on that system. So it's it's – and you can't blame people for doing that. No. Or people can't get into a new GP. Or find a GP. My friend, her GP's retiring, cannot find another one. I think that we all know the cost of living pressures that we are yeah. all facing. Regardless of where you are in society, everything's gone up. However, something like power prices, if it can be capped, yeah. cap it. Yeah, Just do it. That's one simple thing that will benefit every single Tasmanian in this state. And we'll keep looking into it. Thank you, Tessa. On good news, a Tassie beach has been ranked the fifth best oh. in Australia. I'm not sure about fifth. I reckon it should have been first, Let me to be guess. Honest. Let me Ooh. guess. I reckon we should have had the top five, and I'm not biased. Let me guess. I believe we've got the best. Let me guess which one it is. Okay. Just Cl- a couple. Clifton? No. Seven Mile? No. Stewart's Bay? No. Cremorne? No. Wine Glass Bay? No. Binalong Bay? No. Primrose Sands? How many are we doing? No. Clifton? No. You Carlton. said Clifton. Did I? Carlton. Yeah. Carlton Beach? No. Boat Harbour? No. Trousers Point? Conningham? Crescent Bay? Fortescue Bay? Bay of Fires, Ocean Beach, West Beach, Opossum Bay, I don't think Murphy's it's Beach. Ending. Which one? It's a bit like this they're show, all in the top ten. It's <laughs> all, of those, like all of those beaches are in the top ten beaches in off. the world. You're way off. Bruni Island, Adventure Bay. Oh, Adventure Bay. Adventure that, was, Bay. that was next on my list. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Tessa. Thank you.
love taking your calls and texts on how you've gotten rid of bed bugs because I didn't even really ignorantly know they existed in Tassie. Oh, you know about them now. <sighs> you know about them now. Now you got them. That's how I, I knew they existed. I've got them on my hip. I've got them near my genitals. I've got them. <laughs> oh, I have. I've got. Why is that funny? Just. But I know where on my body is safe that they haven't poked and prodded at, and I can't about find them. <laughs> I just love it's the term funny. near my genitals. Well, they are. <laughs> I won't tell you. I did go searching because I was so worried that one had lost its way. I'm not kidding you. This is how I've. Have. No, but this is how paranoid they've made me. These parasite, blood sucking, yeah, 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 they are vampires. And look, let me tell you, and that live off me. At least now you got an excuse to scratch. Well, I wasn't walking around scratching there before. No, I'm just it looking. I'm trying to think. Like... Of, I'm trying to think of positives. <laughs> I'm trying to think of positives. They're I feel horrible un- creatures. I feel unsafe in my own home. That's how I feel. You know, mm. and this is no word of lies. Sunday night, I was scared to go to sleep. Because I knew that they'd creep you, up. I, so you think they're and at your, you think, stalk my skin. You think they're at your mum's place? I don't know where they are. Have you got any fresh bites? I don't today? know. Because you stayed at your mum's last I've night. I've got them all over my hips as well, yeah. and even one on my toe. I, I get it. You're covered. But let's just let's get into detective mode here. Did How do you get I know? any? Did you get any new bites last night? No, but this is the thing. You think that you're okay, and this... then about an hour, I mean, about an hour, I realise I've got a lump. That's how okay. they happen. Any they fresh lumps? Bite you. Well, I haven't done a full examination of my body you, this morning. Well, you should get a little texter and you should circle I'm not, yeah, I'm all circle the ones. All the bumps, yeah. No, no, this will help. That's great. Um, I'm, not, I'm wearing a skirt today. <laughs> circle all the ones that you've got now that you know where they are and then tomorrow morning when you wake up, think about whether would there's you do any. That? Uh, if Yes. Honestly, I would do anything to get rid of bed bugs. I'm almost, I'm almost going to go as far as to say they're worse than cats. Oh, Patricia Ray said I'd look like a Dalmatian. <laughs> I've been told I look like a monkey before. I have. We, we've been told no more monkey chat. <laughs> I just, I'm really I, lost, and I've spent hours googling, and I, I don't even it. know if an exterminator can help. And I found one, and I cannot find, and he's sadly passed. I cannot find any more. Did you did you take him no, out back like old yellow? No, he fell down the toilet. <laughs> A long way. <laughs> <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. It's triple M breakfast. Novak Djokovic oh. claimed his tenth Australian Open title, Woody, last night, defeating Stefanos Tsitsipas. I knew I was going to make that up. Six three seven six seven six. Amazing win. Kicked out last year, of course, due to COVID issues. Scott Morrison and the Australian government said, no, you won't come in unless you're vaccinated, which I think was fair. Um, And amazing for him to come back. He was injured, hammy, had that fully strapped up. How do you even do that? Like, people in footy, people take off months, don't they? Games and games with a hamstring injury. Yeah. And oh look, I, I think obviously his hamstring wasn't so injured that he couldn't play. I don't know how like that would be one of the main parts of the body you think you need oh, yeah. in tennis. But I think it was funny because in the final, it, it wasn't strapped, so it was almost like saying to Stefanos, "Sits a pass, hey, Stefanos, guess what? I'm not injured anymore. There's nothing wrong with me. I am going to destroy you." And he did. There's a great series on Netflix at the moment, and each episode mm. goes through a different tennis great. I've only watched one, and that was uh, Kyrgios. Oh, yeah. But it's what incredible would we to call see. Kyrgios's tennis great? He's not really. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong, he's good. No, but you know, you imagine, know he barely trains. Yeah, and so imagine you know that if he did. That's imagine what everyone's if saying. He did. That's what everyone's saying. But he said he can't train all the time and be happy. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. But, I, I think that uh, if you're blessed with such gifts, you should use them to the full. But you're right. If it's not making you happy, stop doing it. But Novak, back to number one in the world, Tubes. Yes. And he said it was one of the best wins of his career. He did. He did. He okay. said, and I quote, This has been one of the most challenging tournaments that I've played in my life. Given the circumstances, not playing last year, I want to thank everyone who has made me come back and made me welcome. There is a reason why I've played my best tennis on this court in Australia. I just have to say this because 
Only the team and the family knows what we've been through the last four or five weeks. This is probably the, I would say, the biggest victory of my life considering the circumstance. That's massive. It's huge. Because he's won a lot. He's very good. After seven, we're going to have a chat about the Jackies win as well. We will. That is unbelievable. Huge. Huge. (laughs) But next, a famous Australian has spoken about having kids with a light being called Shiji. It's an incredible story you won't want to miss. Oh, right. Coming up right after this. Here we go. That's not news. A man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose broke a record. That's not news. Ended up in hospital for attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not news. No, wait, I'm not finished. <laughs> this wait one goes it. out to Caleb Archer, who you met actually at the at the cricket. Cricket, and Hello, he said he was a big fan of, I guess, spiritual supernatural stories that we do sometimes on this show. Uh, so this one goes out to him. This one is actually news today. No, it's Yes, not. it is, because I've put a request in to chat with this guy. Okay. He's from Albury, Australia. Oh, he's Australian, right, eh? Um, he couldn't be F-O-S. He's been full on... Full of... He's been on Sunrise, What's the History Channel. He's a television presenter. What's his name? We don't know his name. <laughs> um, Peter Maxwell. Maxwell. Peter. Oh, yeah. G'day, Pete. Or he goes by P-Max, because he's a rapper, too. P- he's a rapper? Yeah. Right, eh? Oh, I should right. get some of that Rapper. audio, actually, if we can, produce Aria. Okay. Um, okay, so he's spoken about... P-Max. P-Max. Max, right. This that sounds like Peter a model Ma- of car. Is he also a vehicle? <laughs> he's spoken bravely about being in a relationship with a light being. Oh, my God. Can you move the P-Max so I can get to the Tirana, so I can move that to get to the Chimera? <laughs> A light being called Shiji. What's a light being? It's like a spiritual being. It's like a... If a I'm, lamp? No, it's not a lamp. It's it's a being that lives in the spiritual world, I guess. That's I how think, you would describe light being, isn't it, Producer Ray? Oh, yeah. Don't look at her for support. What? I don't think you should look at she's her for journalist. support. She's a journalist. I know she is, but she's probably shunning her ears at this. She's probably not listening. Just let me give you his credentials before you make up your mind, okay. right? Oh, I've already he's got that he's a rapper, he's a model of car. No, he's... He is so big in Australia right now. That's why he's on all the breakfast Oh, yeah, no, we've shows. seen him. We've seen him here. So he's a television presenter, If as I said. He's also a historian. He's, oh, yeah, historian, right. He's special... TV presenter, historian and rapper. Specialises in ancient alien traditions. Oh, so he's an alien expert. No, but he's specialised, so he's been on the I'm just history. writing all these down, just a second. TV expert, historian. Yep. Okay, he's been continue. on the History Channel where he had his own show, which was Rapper. about ancient alien traditions. Oh, oh, yeah, all those traditions. He's an expert ghost hunter. Uh, expert ghost hunter. A spiritual healer. Healer? Yeah. A medium master. Medium? Right, medium. Uh, he actually has an opening for his course. Um, he has some oh, he's a teacher he as well. Teacher. Yeah, yeah of okay. course he does. Yeah, of course it's, Which I've he does. He does literally everything you this You do like. this, but you don't even know anything about we him We don't even yet. know what's going on in the story. He's a rapper, a TV presenter, mm. an alien expert, a historian, a ghost hunter, a healer, a medium, and a teacher. Does he also... I'm not finished. Is like he also I'm a chef? Actually... I'll write that down. I'm sure he's a chef. I'm sure he cooks. So why not? He's also, also the author of several best-selling books, such author. as... Author! <laughs> Best selling is the word yeah. that you need to know there. Yeah, but that's in inverted commas, so it could mean anything. I mean, I could say I'm the best uh, firefighter in Australia. No, because no there's statistics. Quote. Oh, yeah. Such as... He's his, a statistician as well. Statistician. He's written books called The Shiji Awakening. Shiji. That Shiji, I should have said... Did I say that? That that's the name of his mistress? Because he has a wife on Earth, but he's had children with oh, this light beam. right. Mm. So, so the, the light being is called Shiji, as in... Shiji. Does the Shiji exist? Yes, he's had kids with her. No, he hasn't. Um, he's also got UFOs and other strange We're things. Trouble. We're in trouble here. Shiji uh, is the light being that he's had with the kids. He's actually oh, had a he... family of light kids. He's a father as well. <laughs> yeah, but it's also a bit of polygamy, isn't it? Because if you've got a wife and... Well, oh, I wanted look... to play... Now we've run out of time. I wanted to play some of his rap that Rhea just found. We'll play it. No, we don't have go time on, give now. Go give it a go. Give it a spin. It can't be long. 
Give it a little. This quick. has already gone way no, no. on. No joke. <laughs> She's pretty simple. It's a bit like Eminem, isn't it? If I compared oh, Eminem well. and that, I reckon they're almost side by side. No, mate. Now you're just being silly. That went far too long. And I still don't know. I, like, Well, I was getting to his life with Shiji the Lightning, but you I, totally took me off page. What I'd suggest is that we never talk about it again. It's we... Triple M Breakfast with Wood in Tubes. Mm. You can call us any time on one triple three five three. Just like Rodney in Signet has. Good morning, Rodney. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're great. What have you got for us, Rodney? I got a solution for you. Bed bugs. Oh, have you had them before? Never. Oh, that's nice. Don't rub it in. But I've got a solution. This is what we like. Solution. If anyone's just joined us, I'm covered in about three hundred bed bugs. I've never had them before. I'm sure it's a solo bed bug. They feast on your own blood. Blood. so we need you to go to the pizza shop, get a good garlic pizza, build yourself up a heap of gas, drop a big fart in there, and gas them to death. <laughs> That sounds like my entire childhood when my brothers used to put the covers over my head after they'd... Get, get them back. No, it's not funny. Get them why back. Why is that still funny? Because I'll, I'll tell you this why. I'll tell you why. This is why I'm traumatised any time anyone farts around me. We're not doing fart radio. We're not. No. Thanks for your suggestion, Rodney. I think this is a good idea because Don't call if you again, bring Rodney. your brothers... If your brothers, if your brothers come around and you get them to agree to do this, listen to the benefits. One, they might gas the bed bugs to death and two if they don't they'll get bed bugs and you'll get your retribution I tuned out after I'm not doing it <laughs> I think no, you should no I used to have a I used to know someone that was a uh, radio announcer and he just played fart song noises all the time and it's not funny you sure that's not still happening it triggers on me on other stations Massive win for the Tasmania Jack Jumpers against the Perth Wildcats on Sunday Woods. Amazing. Emotional scenes out there as they were raising money for the cancer charity SHE, which stands for Support, Hope and Education. It's a clinic, basically, my understanding is, from when we spoke with them. They want to build it. They want to build a support clinic, absolutely, yeah, for ovarian cancer, which is amazing. And, and cancer in general. Yeah, yeah, amazing stuff out there. The whole place went teal. The Jack Jumpers wore teal yeah. uniforms, which looked great. Scott Roth at the end of the game was fired up, and I think it was an emotional um, game for him for a number of reasons. He lost his sister to cancer, and so. To see the fight from the Jack Jumpers was exactly what he wanted to see. It puts them up to 15 wins for the season, which is a, in a positive because he played 28 games. They got one game left against the Illawarra Hawks on Saturday. They were nine points down with nine minutes remaining against the Perth Wildcats. The Perth Wildcats, they're battling off for that fourth, third and fourth position with mm. the Wildcats. The Wildcats have got two extra games to play. So it's all but assured our team a place in the finals. Whether we get a home final or not, I'm not sure. Well, they came from nine points down to win by eight points. Amazing. <laughs> it's huge. Genuine fight. Oh, Milton Doyle is incredible. an absolute star. Top scored with 21 points. Rashad Kelly and Jack McVeigh finished with 18 points each. And Josh Majet with a double-double scored 11 points and 11 assists. As I've said, I think he's one of the most important players on the Jack Jumpers roster. He is fantastic. I think he's hard to replace. His passing's been outstanding. But Milton Doyle's the one. They're, they're saying that he will be up there for MVP uh, processes later on in the season. So hopefully we see Milton Doyle up there on the podium for MVP. But more, more hopefully, we see the Jack Jumpers up and firing. So they get that win against Illawarra, which is an away game. They're always tough when you have to travel, but Illawarra on the bottom of the ladder. They could end up in third position. The New Zealand Breakers have got an extra two games to play. One of them is against Illawarra, but if they lose two of those games, the Breakers, the Jackies will end up in third, and that is sensational. It's been a great season for the Jack Jumpers. Their last home game, as I said, was on Saturday with a big win over the Perth Wildcats. 
For all tubes of spin on sport, you can head to the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. There's a great chat up there right now with Nathan Ellis outlining the Hobart Hurricanes season and the last two games that they played here at home, Woody. What I love about this is the Jackies have backed up last season, haven't they? They have. It wasn't a fluke. It was, it's incredible. And you've had so much movement within the Jackies team as well. Huge, huge season for the Jack Jumpers. That song takes me back to grade nine, eight, something like that. I did a media studies project to that. What? To that semi chart. You remember Reality Bites? No. Ethan Hawke, Winona no, Ryder. No, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, my God. It was the first movie that kind of broke my heart. You just wanted them to get together. And they got together and then they had a fight. Spoiler and alert. Anyway. What if, what if I watch it? It's basically just about what? following your friends around. So I had a Betamax <laughs> camera. Like a stalker. Well, they knew. Do you know how big a Betamax is? No. Oh, you are the same age as me. Don't do that. Don't, don't make out like is. you're in your 20s. I know what a, a Betamax, Betamax is, but I've never seen a, a Betamax camera. Kids, ask your family about it. They're, they're a massive ca- camera and they used cassette tapes. I was following them around and I was just asking Filming them interviews. Them without their permission? No, they well, they saw that it – anyway – and then I went back to the studios at Rosney College to edit it together and realised it was so much footage I couldn't be bothered. I didn't actually think about the editing process. It would have taken – I would still be there now. Is Reality That's Bites, how much – Is Reality Bites one of those movies that you should have seen? You sh- I, I can't seen believe it. you didn't see that. That's Aaron where I first me, fell in love with Ethan Hawke. My partner Aaron said to me just yesterday, can you believe that How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is 20 <gasps> years old? Oh, Kate and Hudson, like, Matthew McConaughey. Never seen it. When she does the plant and he no. lets the plant die, and she said, you could have let our love die like the no, plant. I have no idea what you're And then he has about. everyone over for poker night and she, she brings over a tissue and she goes, blow. <laughs> what are you even talking about? Oh, God. That, I, real, right. Producer I'll just unplug. Yes, yeah, I'll unplug. I'll see you next time. It's Triple M Breakfast. Michael in Eagle Hawk Neck has given us a call. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, guys. How are we? What can we do for you, Michael? Just ringing up to say about people taking days off with small businesses. Oh, yeah. it's rough. It's really rough. I mean, we we possibly, I mean, we've had staff not come to work 10 minutes before their shift starts. And in a small business, when you're as highly understaffed as it is, it makes it difficult, nearly impossible. Uh, as Woody knows, and I, and I know you've got no vested interest in the business, Woody, but as you know... <laughs> As you know, the, we've had days that um, you've got them 50 deep at the van and, yeah. and and it puts so much stress and pressure on the family and, as well. So I know Michael uh, and I'm quite a frequent visitor to Delicious at the blowhole <laughs> there um, and he's not a sponsor of mine. But absolutely, and I think we were saying this earlier, like years and years and years ago when I would chuck a ciggy, it was a call centre with 600 people. You, exactly. You'd never do it with a small business. And, not that that's and, right though. So what was a call centre? I was eighteen. Yeah. No, know. I think I think the reality is it was a is... multinational company. They're all the excuses I gave myself. Yeah. But I do know what you're saying, and it's really hard to get staff at the moment to man small businesses or woman small businesses uh, because of that. Like we were talking uh, last week, Michael, about uh, Bishino and how yeah. the IGA have had to shorten their opening hours and there's a fish and chips place that was iconic that's closed because they can't get staff. Yeah, well, that, that, that's right. And it's, I, I don't know what the issue is and I don't know why. I'm, look, I'm not in the, I'm not on my Pat Malone down here. Everyone in the peninsula is having trouble Absolutely. getting staff. But yeah. I put a shout out there. We are employing. I know we haven't got long to go. We shut at the end of April. But, you know, if you're honest, reliable... Um, prepared to, you know, you think for yourself and all that. There's a job there. If, if someone wants a job, they've just got to call call us at Delicious and, you know, we'll train you. don't have to have any training. We'll train you. Mm. But, you know, like when you sit there and, and you look across and the missus is doing the time uh, doing the time sheets and she's in tears because she doesn't know how. Oh. You know, she's, I can't do seven days a week, she said. And it's true, she can't. You it's know, incredible. My um, brother and sister-in-law, they own Cubed Espresso there. Uh, at Pirates Bay Lookout, and they love it. They love their small business. But my brother's worked like 30 days in a row, yeah. and, it, and it is. He, it's oh, very, I'm feeling it. It's I had very a bad day difficult. Yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just very touchy yesterday. And 
had a few arguments down the van and it's just it's just the pressure like i'm doing 19 hours a day mm. every day since the 26th good pay it's, i'm telling you it's probably get more than what we get paid here just on, side, just on a side note yeah. woody it's good to see that next door is cut down i'm sick and tired of david Atbrook crawling through your yard looking at species you're you, you i can actually see the blow now <laughs> and, and there's, there's no documentaries going on in your backyard okay Thanks. i had a bit that. of trouble cutting my grass <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael from Eagle Neck, we really appreciate your call. And by the sound of things, there is a job down there if you want one. Yeah. Give More Michael than a... one. You don't have to be old. You don't have to be young. You can be any age. We'll train you. Just come and see us. As always, there Michael peering through my back fence. <laughs> <laughs> is that you again so... there, Michael? I can see you now when you crawl through the grass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that one alone. All right. This is Woody and Tubes. Peter 44 joins us on the line. Good morning, 40. Good morning. Happy Monday. Did you go to Molly Meldrum's 80th birthday party last oh night? Oh, my gosh. It was uh, huge. And I was filming outside, and, and it was fascinating to see the people coming in. It, like, it wasn't a massive event. I think there are probably only not even 100 people there. But I think they just didn't want to overcrowd it and overwhelm Molly. But he rocked up in a Rolls Royce with his dog, Ziggy, and they Pants got in on. there. And Yeah, so then, the, you know, he had a, a people like uh, NRL legends like Billy Slater and Cooper Cronk. Billy got up and made a speech, actually. Then there were Hey Hey people like Sam New and Wilbur Wilde and Red Simons oh. and, and uh, John Blackman. And uh, you know, French champagne flowed all night. Uh, the multi-multi-millionaire Jerry Harvey put it on. And the, the MC for the night actually was Gavin Wood, who was the, the voice of Countdown, Countdown back in the day. Yes. So it was just a lovely night where people could kind of rewrite the narrative over the last few weeks. All the crazy stuff has been in the news. But this has kind of reminded people what a significant force he's been in the music scene for decades. Oh, I was going to say that. Molly Meldrum was the... This is before Spotify Kids. Yeah. <laughs> People would be going, what are you talking about? It was before Spotify. And he would... Oh, it was just incredible what the interviews and what he did for Australian music and music in general. Now, the Spice Girls, to reunite for one show, I'm guessing this is without Victoria Beckham. No, with Victoria what? Beckham. Well, look, this is what they're saying. I feel like we've been down this path a few times where, you know, the Spice Girls are getting back together. Well, the word is that, yes, they are getting back together for a one-off. It'll be the coronation concert the day after the, that King Charles is officially crowned and Queen Camilla is also crowned. People tend to forget that. It's a double whammy. And then the next day they're having a, a big coronation concert. They reckon the world's biggest stars. And obviously getting the Spice Girls to together back with Victoria would be a real coup and it, it looks like it's definite sometimes you see the maybes and ifs and all that in fine print but this looks pretty definite wow exciting stuff and uh, what's the outrage over the new Sam Smith video oh my gosh have you seen it no, no. oh it's pretty full on what song you know, is it well, it's called I'm Not Here to Make Friends. And of course, Sam Smith is now non-binary. So we refer to Sam as they. That's fine. And it gets people a bit confused. But uh, so they've put this video together and it's pretty full on with the sexual imagery and fetish stuff. And it's got people, politicians outraged, I guess, because it, it's, it's available to kids. And because of the nature of it, it can be on online and not censored. It can be shown on websites and yeah, not censored. There's some there, pretty intense there, clips, though. I mean, pretty full do you on. remember we used to play Rihanna's S&M? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. My, was full my, on stuff. The one that I think about when Miley I think about Cyrus. my, I, no, my oh. spiritual awakening was Tina Arena, I Need Somebody. But that was nowhere near <laughs> as uh, sexualised as some of the videos that are out there on the internet. And, and lastly, Pamela yeah. Anderson. What's going on with her? She's yeah, got 10 million bucks. Be, always be nice to your ex because her ex, John Peters, died and has left her $10 million in the will, even though they'd split up you know, a, a, quite some time ago uh, and they actually weren't together for that long. And next thing, he's left her 10 million bucks. That's US, by the way, so about 15 million Australians. So there's the lesson for the day to start your week off. Be nice to your ex. Oh, God. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll end up... No, I'm not saying anything. No, I'm not saying Saying anything, I'll get through. Thanks, well, Forty. This is Woody and Tubes. 
all throughout the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about Rest Point turning 50. Woody. Yes, huge. Head to triplem.com.au or you can call us on 13353 and you could win $50 voucher just by telling us your Rest Point memories. Rest Point, come play. And it can be any memory at all. We've got a stack of cash to give away. Thank you to Rest Point. Can I say when we started this show last year, they have given us so much stuff to give to you, Hobart, to treat yourself. They have. And so big supporters of the show, thank you. But, yeah, all you have to do, mine is my best memories. Yes. Are... Regines. <laughs> mine are because I oh, work there. You're saying I've just got so- regines, regines and regines. I then stopped, I said earlier, at Mykonos on the way <laughs> when it was 24-7. Debbie in Prospect Vale giving us a call. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning. What How are, are you? We're great. What are your memories of Rest Point? My favourite memory of Rest Point was getting down on my hands and knees on the waterfront with the water shining behind me, the casino lit up red and blue and the stars sparkling above to propose to my then boyfriend. He said, yes, thank God. Oh, you proposed, Debbie. I did, but I messed up. I actually proposed and I thought it was a leap year and thought it was a woman's turn to propose. But it wasn't until the next year that I found out it wasn't even leap year. Oh, Debbie, I think we're sisters. I think we were raised by the same family. And uh, so how long have you been married for now? We're actually not married quite yet. Oh. We are getting married this year. So, oh, congratulations, yeah. Debbie. That's wonderful. It's We've incredible. got a $50 voucher just for you to spend at Rest Point. How's that sound? Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. I love proposal stories. <laughs> if you've got one, one triple three five three. I feel like Debbie was ahead of the game there, just what? doing it on a non-leap year. Who cares? Who propose, cares when you do propose to the person you love whenever you want. Whenever. If you want to. Who cares? That's all yours, Debbie. Well done. Rest point, come place. We're local supporting local, and if there's ever an issue or something you'd like us to look into, this is what this show is here for. And you can call us at any time, 13353, or text. You can remain anonymous, 0488881073. And we are joined by the Minister for Police, Fire and Emergency Management, Felix Ellis. It's in response to a text message that we did receive, Tubes. We did. It is here, and I believe we've got Felix Ellis on the line. Good morning, Minister. G'day, guys. Great to be with you. So we received a text on our text line, Minister, and it said this. Just wanted to inform the public of the service that my granddaughter received from the TAS Ambulance Service. She called an ambulance after having complications from major surgery. She was at the Royal last week, and they told her that the ambulance was on another call and would be a few hours away. She lives one hour travel from Hobart, so they sent a taxi to get her. What would have happened if she needed medical attention along the way? She is now sitting in emergency, waiting to be seen to. The public needs to know about this service. Do you have a response to that? What's happening? What's being done to avoid people from having to catch a cab to emergency medical care? And this is not a crack at the people that work Absolutely there because not. we know they're pushed to the limits. Yeah, look, and you're right, they do an incredible job. Um, they're wonderful people. Uh, many of us have healthcare uh, professionals in our lives, and I know how grateful we all are. And, and I really hope as well that um, uh, you call as family members okay. It can be obviously a really tough time yeah. too. Um, so, look, I. We can we can follow up in terms of further details. Like obviously, I'm police, fire, and emergency management, so slightly different to ambulance and health. Um, but one of the things that we are doing uh, is investing in a lot more ambulance um, uh, and paramedics. Uh, additional 270 jobs since uh, we came to government. Um, obviously, additional staff are just one part of the issue, um, and it's also about doing things smarter. So, for example, one of the uh, great partnerships that we have between police and ambulance and the health system is the PACER uh, model, which is being rolled out in Hobart and then uh, looking to do statewide, whereby if you get a call on on particular jobs, you'll get an ambulance, uh, a paramedic, sorry, uh, a police officer and a clinician turn up, and they can actually triage the the job on site, the the medical issue that someone might be having, uh, and can respond in the best kind of way. Uh, so that is preventing a lot of people actually having to go to the emergency department in the first instance. You know, say for example, if they've got mental health issues or other things like that. Um, so as I say, it's about investing more 
but it's also about investing smart uh, through things like PACER and others. And it's also about working together, isn't it? Because I know there's some things that are state issues or there's some things that are federal issues. And I think that's where it's almost like sometimes the butt can be passed because, well, that's a federal issue, this part. And, and it's like we all have to work together regardless of what side of politics you're on. Yeah, look, that's spot on. I mean, you guys probably would have seen over the last few days uh, the Prime Minister in town um, to make an announcement with the Premier that um, four GPs in Tassie um, were actually rolling out a nation-leading trial um, where GPs are managed at a federal level, but we're going to be employing them um, in the state Tasmanian health system uh, so that we can get more GPs out into our rural and remote areas, you know, areas like I represent, northwest coast, west coast and King Island, um, and, and doing it in a way that means that we're, you know, it's not buck passing, it's actually working together. Yes. That's how you can build some real capacity in our communities well, to, to respond. absolutely what we want to see because there's been so many times in the past and I and hopefully this is on track to fix some of these issues where it's been it's not my job or it's not my role, like it's all of our roles, I think, collectively as a society moving forward. Tubes. Now, Felix Ellis, you've announced this week a something that is uh, intrinsic to what you do at the Police and Fire Emergency Management Ministry in that you are merging the TAS Fire Service and the State Emergency Service. Run us through what's happening there. Yeah, exactly. So as you guys are mentioning, we, we're able to respond way better to some of the challenges that our um, community sees if we're working together. Mm. So um, this has been a really um, foundational day for uh, the future of our fire and emergency services here in Tassie. There's sort of three main parts. Um, the first is around uh, uh, uniting our fire and emergency services um, through a common operating platform. The second is about governance. It's about a stronger, clearer chain of command so that we can respond to emergencies when they strike us here in Tassie. And the third part is um, enshrining our volunteers uh, in legislation to recognise and protect them um, in the future. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a really big announcement for the future of our service. We know that we're seeing more frequent and more severe natural disasters and we need our fire and SES um, people to have as much uh, capability capacity and capability uh, as we can provide to them. How do those two services feel about merging? Yeah, so it's actually a really, really good fit. Um, The roles of fire and SES are quite different um, in some respects, so they'll still retain their own unique identity. If you wear orange um, and and you turn up to a job with an SES badge, you'll still do that. If you wear yellow and you turn up to a um, fire job, you'll still do that. But at the back end, where we've got a lot of um, a lot of similarities and common interests, uh, that's where we'll be effectively merging the organisations. So it's things like um, training, emergency management and response, um, uh, a whole range of different, um, you know, say volunteer support and things like that. There's a lot of commonalities between fire and emergency services that enable the joining together to mean that will be more than the sum of our parts. And people that remember the October floods that happened particularly in the north and northwest of the state, um, in my neck of the woods, uh, will have seen the first hit out uh, of fire and emergency services working more closely together. And I have to say it was one of the best responses to a really devastating natural disaster uh, that we've seen in Tassie. Felix Ellis, Minister for Police, Fire and Emergency, thank you for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Obviously, it's a conversation, an ongoing conversation that we'll continue to have with the relevant ministers and we will pass on those details of the text message as long as it's okay with them and we appreciate you looking into that behind the scenes. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. If there's ever anything you want us to look into, please text 0488881073. It's Triple M Breakfast. It smells like citronella in here. Oh. Just stop. Oh. Like, I have been sucked on, <gasps> bitten. Whoa. And I feel it's 24 like. 24 past eight. Just be careful with what you're saying here. By these little vampires, these blood sucking. Don't say uh, they're. You've got you've got you've got a bad bug problem. I've got and it's rank. I've and never I had a bad bug problem. And you know the thing about this is, I researched this for hours over the week. They're almost impossible to kill, and it only takes one bad bug. And then I found out that they can live because I thought I just won't go to the house because they oh. feed off your blood. Oh, just give me the heebie-jeebies. Just thinking about. It. I feel and, for you. It sucks. But it's terrible. Even but- if I don't go back to the house. <laughs> 
They can survive for 400 days without blood. These little blood... You suggested earlier that I put circles around each bite all each over dot. my legs put it, yep. and then see if I get more whilst they I'm could at be mums. Your mum, it could That's be at the, mums. No, you just or want to Or they could be in your car. Or they could not, be in the jumpy wearing. It could be literally yes. anywhere. No. They are horrible things. We're taking texts on 0488881073. Text us or call one triple three five three. I don't know how to get rid of them. If you have a cure for bed bugs. That's why I just love to know if anyone has gotten rid of them. I didn't even know these things existed. There's I heard There's got to be a bed bug, bed bug expert out there. But how did it get like? How do they procreate? And then I heard that they, they eat procreate. their young. That's a whole that, other story. How they procreate? We might need to take that one pre seven a.m. They eat the. They will eat their young if they need blood. Like these are horrible. Tune in tomorrow little... for a sexy bed bug story. Why do we need? <laughs> why? Like you know how everything in the universe Hurt. is supposed to work with each other. Hurt. Yuck. Why do we need bear bugs? What are their purpose? I agree. Uh, Get rid of them all. Death to mosquitoes and death to bed bugs. This is Woody and Tubes. Morning, Woody and Tubes. The bugs are probably living in a doona and pillows and possibly mattress. Throw the doona and put pillows out and get the mattress steam cleaned. I had them once in pillows, only had bites on the back of my neck. I bought my new memory pillows, haven't had a problem since. Barb, thanks Barb for your text. Now, Barb could just be advertising memory pillows. I can't afford to throw out my doona and pillows. Mattress steam clean. So bed bugs we're talking about. I, honestly, I've never had these problem, this problem before. And my legs, I reckon I've got about 100 bites. And I don't know how to get rid of them. And you have totally freaked me out because I was... Yeah, I feel unsafe in my own home now because they're tiny. They come out. I'm scared to sleep. Like, I've now... You've now got me on this rampage yeah. about facts about bed bugs. They're horrible. They're at the size of a pinhead. Get yeah. this. So I a single female bed bug lays eggs every single day and lays up to 500 in a single lifetime. You need serious help. Bed bugs can ingest seven times their own body weight in blood because that's the thing. They're blood-sucking vampires. Yeah, they're not great. Regina Grise. Have you heard of this woman? <laughs> well, she's a researcher and she's been working on developing pheromone traps for catching these pesky pests because they're so hard to get. You're not even. I don't even know if there's a pest control that could do it. Uh, so she, what she's been doing as she develops this pheromone traps <laughs> is she has let 20,000 bed bugs bite her for science. She's allowed them to feed on her at regular intervals. Uh. Get this. They have sharp insects. You know why they hide during the day? They will not attack their prey, me, during the day I, look, because I think... they're worried about being seen. These, well, these little... Look, I, I get it. They're, they're driving you nuts. I've had them before and it was the worst probably two weeks of my life where I thought they were still in the house. But doesn't matter. No, because um, you're... Because I'm matter, not in you got rid of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Our state's best on show. Tri- Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. I'm serious. I really need some help. I can't, cannot find a way to get rid of them. $100 thanks to Creative oh. Modular Homes. Could be yours. Fast, fabulous, affordable. And we've got two players on the line. Craig in Herdsman's Cove. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. You had and... bed bugs? Sorry, Tubes. I know this is your segment. But have you had bed bugs? Yep. That's a no. He's and Rob in Huonville. Good morning, Rob. Yeah, you going there, mate? We're going great. Your names are your buzzers. Let's get into it. All for $100 cash. Question number one. Heading south across the Huon River, what is the next town starting with F? Craig. Craig. Franklin. <laughs> Just like that, Craig. You're on the board. Well done. Question number two. What Tasmanian beach was named the fifth best beach in Australia? Craig. Rob. Oh, Craig. Adventure Bay. <laughs> Just like that, Craig. The hundred dollars is all yours. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. What are you going to do with a hundred bucks? Uh, I think I'll take her. You're all not right. going to come back tomorrow and risk it for two hundred. No, I'm not that game. No, good on you, Craig. Treat yourself. Don't forget, Creative Module Homes. They're fast, fabulous, affordable. We're doing it all again tomorrow. hundred dollars is all yours. Just like that. Thanks. That's how simple it is. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Text chat. Love getting your texts on 0488881073. 
lot of bed bugs chat on the text line, good. Woody. Well, not. It's probably not good for you. Just to recap, I, don't, I know I'm not the only one, but I never knew how horrific bed bugs were. My legs. The, I mean, it's barely you can see any skin. It's just red lumps. I've had them. With they're so itchy. Yeah. And. I don't know how to kill them because I've been looking at bed bug facts, right? <laughs> Do you know bed bugs are resistant to pesticides? This is what they're saying. So this is why they're so hard to get rid of. Maybe you're a pest company and maybe you've developed a new one, a new pesticide. But in recent years, they have developed a natural resistance to these traditional methods. And if you don't know what a bed bug is, they're tiny and they wait until you sleep. Then they crawl up. And they attack don't you. Scare, don't scare the kids. They Come can. On. I'm sure your home's clean, and they can. It's not about cleanliness. They're just. They're just everywhere. They're. They're um, mongrels. Is what they are. Anyway, uh, Danielle has a solution. Yeah. Go to a hardware store. Grab a three pack of insect bombs. Ensure the place. All the food is sealed in containers. Tape them all up. Seal all your food cupboards. Stand your mattress up on its edge along the cushions, couches. Remove pets. Close all doors, windows, everything. Set up a can in each bedroom, one in the living space. Follow the directions on the can. Vacuum. Enter after 15 minutes or so. I think it probably needs to be a lot longer than that. You need to air out the area. Uh, and vacuum everything. Little known fact, neat people are more prone to bed bugs because they like small areas like tightly well-made beds. Too many spaces mean too many predators eat them, so they avoid them. Oh, and if you really want the whole go the whole hog, stick a fourth can in the ceiling and unscrew every PowerPoint from the walls. Wow. The little buggers love the confines of PowerPoints. I just, there's so many things there that I think I have the potential to actually blow up my own house. I don't know that I trust myself doing it. Can I give you a fact in between texts? Sure. Um, bed bugs, they're picky about what they eat. They'll only eat off a live host. Do not try to give them old blood. They're not interested. But bed bug saliva, why you don't wake up when they're feasting on you, like a buffet, is because their saliva contains a mild anaesthetic. Yep. This is the stuff of nightmares. Uh, Luann says... I've never had them, but a friend has. You need to put all the bedding into black plastic bags and sit them in the sun. Apparently, they hate the heat. Also, put the mattress in the sun. I don't know how long for, though. Good luck. Ha, 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 ha. Our bed is vacuumed every day. Really? Yep. Yours? No, this is from Marie. Our bed is vacuumed every day. The bed bug lives on dead skin. Never had a problem. Vacuum once a week or make sure you change the sheets. Have you been changing your sheets? When was the last time you changed your sheets, Woody? On the um, the weekend. (laughs) That's an absolute lie. No, I did. Most bed bugs... I had a bed bug problem. It's from Jared. Most bed bugs actually live in wood. You may need to replace your bed frame. The toxic what? bombs to kill them aren't really available over the counter. Professional pest control is the only real way to deal with them. What? I ran a youth hostel, and when we took over, we had to deal with them. They were in the wood panelling on the walls. They're everywhere. And I think Dolly has the most uh, impressive and relevant advice. Dolly says, move now. Don't go back. Good on you. We love your texts. 0488 You can text about absolutely anything. And Kelly says, don't put suitcases on your bag, on your bed. Oh. They travel in suitcases. If, <laughs> it's better if you turn the mics on. This is terrible. This is not a reflection. Look, it's Monday. Of every show. Well, it is. Everybody you know, has someone, a bad Monday so a from couple, time to time. A couple of people asked me if the show's scripted. <laughs> well, there's your evidence. I wish it was, <laughs> to be fair. I've got some things written down. Uh, I haven't okay. referred to them at all. If you've made it to the end of the podcast, well done to you. And boss feel if you are listening, the code word for tomorrow is <laughs> pay rise. <laughs> That's two words. We'll catch you tomorrow from 6am. Woody and Tubes. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.